If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode of Mind Pump, for the first 12 minutes, we have our intro where me, Adam, and Justin have some fun conversation. We first, riff. Adam talks about his new Organifi. I have it for you right now, too. The The super wife came through and she sent it over to me, so I'm going to read it off right now. So. All right, so this is an Organifi brownie recipe. Do it. Yeah, this is it. So it's two scoops of the Organifi vanilla protein, two tablespoons of unsweetened cocoa, one half cup melted peanut butter, three bananas, the browner the better, optional, we did this, crushed walnuts at the bottom of the pan. So optional, also quarter cup walnuts added to the mix. So we put a little bit of walnuts in the mix. We made a little bread at the bottom, and then we use one of those. What do you call those little tin foil pie-looking dishes? You know, I think, you, I think that's pie it. Plate. Pie plate, pie plate, just like a, like a tin foil one, right? Whatever yeah. you call those. And then you bake it. Yep, and then you bake it. Excellent. There so uh, they are. I got you guys. Organifi mm. is one of our sponsors. If you go to organifyshop.com, enter the code Mind Pump, you'll get twenty percent off pretty much anything. We also talk about how Adam got Katrina to cook. The way that he likes. Oh fuck! And He's he revealed a that. ninja. Hopefully, hey, she still does. Katrina, I know I you're listening just, to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> I might have just fucked yeah, wait till you hear this one. Me, Justin, and Doug like you the way you are. You don't got to change. <laughs> you're a great cook. We also talk about our uh, our Pajaro Dunes retreat, where we actually went off and created yeah. new content uh, for a written content for online, so we can get more people introduced to Mind Pump. I also mentioned Thrive Market in this episode. I know the holidays are coming up. Uh, with Thrive Market, when you enroll and get yourself a membership, they will give a free membership to a family in need. Now, that membership normally costs something like, I don't know, like $30 or $40 a year. Well, check this out. If you go to thrivemarket.com forward slash mind pump, you'll get one month free membership plus free shipping on $49 or more plus $20 off the, free, the first three orders of $49 or more. So you get hooked up fat. And you're helping people out. Then we get into the questions. The first question was, what are our thoughts about sleeping on the floor versus sleeping in a bed? Isn't this analogous to wearing shoes versus barefoot walking? This dude this, just got kicked out of his house. I was just going like to say that. terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say this that. Am I doing it right? Yeah. The, the <laughs> Tell me I'm going to be okay, mind pump. Uh, <laughs> the next question was, how do- treat this as a workout. What is our response to the- Health at every size movement. Is this a good movement? Is it a bad movement? Or is it like Adam says, yes and no? The next question was- uh, I'm amoeba-sized. Somebody's asking us if they should remain a personal trainer or if they should move up the ladder- That's Tony, Tony, Tony. And manage a big box gym. And finally, how is it possible to be vegan and have a bigger ass than Justin- (laughs) Impossible. That's actually impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although we do talk about glute, I eat vegans. We talk about glute building strategies in this episode, and I do mention the Build Your Butt bundle. So what the bundle is is it takes two of our most popular programs, Maps Anabolic, Maps Aesthetic, and it includes a modification for people who are who have trouble feeling their glutes when they do those great glute exercises like squats and lunges and deadlifts. Uh, it's a pretty revolutionary program. We put it all together, and then we discounted it at something like twenty five percent off. If you want to build your glutes and you want to build your whole body, but your glutes in particular, the Build Your Butt Bundle uh, is phenomenal. It is for you. It's all planned out, exercise demos, workout blueprints, everything you need to build your butt. You can find it at mindpumpmedia.com. 
Yeah. All right, it's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. Give them to him, Doug. All right, we got 17 reviews this last week, so Ooh, we're giving out five that, that's shirts. not too bad. Not too bad. Not I like too that. bad at all. Let's hear them. All right, we got Jay Willie's 2979, Bam 03087, Berry 93, mm. Crane Guy 32. Like that guy. Rachel Ann 85. All of you are winners. Send the name I just read to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Send your shirt size, your shipping address, and we'll get that right out to you. <laughs> That's right. We got you fitted. We were in a rush to get over there. She saw they weren't ready, and there were some things I needed to change with the recipe, so she did. Fucking bomb. What did you do? What did you mix? How does it work? Mm, What's going on? I don't know. The, bro, I don't fucking do that. The recipe is on Organifi. So I'm, what is it called? Uh, it's a, it's a, the brownie. It's the brownie. It has, okay. Bananas. It has the protein powder from Organifi. It's got walnuts. It's got cocoa powder and something else. Avocado. Some- no. He's all in brownie mix. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> brownie mix. Yeah. From Betty Crocker. Yeah. No. It's all. It's you it's take all, that. It's all and you gl- sprinkle it's it all on gluten pizza. free and all. It's all super. Wow. It's bomb. But uh, she tweaks some things. So uh, what I'll do for our listeners that are listening right now in case Doug can't find the recipe because I don't know for sure if Katrina totally tweaked it herself or not. But this has been one of my favorite recipes. It's really light. I'm so upset I haven't and, tried and, anything And, and even though it's a brownie, it has a banana walnutty taste with just a hint of that the chocolate cocoa. Oh, dude, and it's just, man. Those are. This is probably one of my favorite treats that we've we've made so far. You got to bring that to the holiday parties, dude. No, we will. This are is we good. gonna have a holiday party? By the way, are we doing anything? A mind a mind pump holiday. Well, we party? got we got staff now. Holiday party. We didn't have staff last year. I didn't even think. As long as there's eggnog, I'm there. We should talk about doing something for everybody. Gotta get some nog. What do you guys want to do for everybody? I was thinking about taking them to Arby's. <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> Is there one that still exists? Let's take him to Chili's. If we were that good, one near Hills, if we were oh, really yeah, good, yeah, yeah. if we were really good leaders, we should think of individual things for each one of them. I'm not going to see now that you said oh, that so bad it's on air. Gifts. Now we have to do it. I don't think so. That's what not I true. Think, we can just give everyone a bonus, dude. Everybody be fucking just happy. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> give me simple. Yeah, give me that's what I would want. Like, how about if we, I got, how about we give ourselves time. a Christmas bonus? Okay, <laughs> yeah. because because yeah. I need to stop with the fucking Jetta. Secret the light came Santa on. Santa gave Some, me a secret bonus. Some light came on on my car today. What? Oh no! I, I don't. It's. I don't know what it was. It was red. I was just talking. It was a red light. <laughs> I was just talking to Katrina about trading the Denali. And I, I looked at I looked at the I looked it up, and it's like if you see this red light pop up, uh, you need to bring your car in immediately. It's gonna explode. So you know what I did? What? I turned the car off, turned it back on. The light was gone. Disappeared. I fixed it. That, I, you did it. I fixed the light. So, but it's, I think it's. You know how you listen to your body signals? You know, I talk about intuitive eating all the time. You got to listen to your body signals. And if you don't listen, mm. the signals get louder until it yells at you. Yeah. My car is yelling at you. It's not yet. Not yet. It's but little by little, I'm getting the, you know, yeah. you got to like, do something about like, this, buddy. Hey, man. So uh, you're, if you're hurting me. If you're listening right now, MAPS program's on sale Yeah. for my Jetta. Where's that going? Yeah. I gotta get the. I gotta get a new car. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Increase there's the, there's the recipe right no, there. No, no, Doug pulled it up, but I don't think that's there. No, I'm I'm texting Katrina as we <coughs> speak. Right. Well, now. I'm gonna read this one. The ingredients are what is that? A th- third three fourths of a cup smooth almond butter. This is the almond it has butter to that be smooth. This is the almond butter that goes up to your girlfriend and says nice things. Like, hey, girl. Oh yeah. Then <laughs> one one cup of unsweetened applesauce. Butter. Half a cup of pure maple syrup. One tablespoon of pure vanilla extract, half a cup of vegan chocolate chunks or chopped dark chocolate bar of 60 to 70% cacao, 
Half a cup of Organifi, vanilla complete protein, half a cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, two tablespoons of coconut flour, one teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of fine sea salt, and a quarter cup dark chocolate chunks that you sprinkle on the top. That sounds delicious. I could have all that. I think we might have tried this one. I think the What's one- What's vegan chocolate? It looks like chocolate, but tastes like soy. It's chocolate that uh, that talks to you about uh, the, the environment yeah. and how it's better it than you, the other it chocolate. It tells you what an asshole you are. All the time. Okay. All the time. That's I was how just you know. wondering. That's how you absolutely know. That looks pretty good, though. Yeah. <coughs> that, does one does look, good. that one is not the one we do because the one we do actually has a banana, has banana and walnuts in it, which, again, I'm trying to get the the queen here to respond to me and find out if it was something that she took that recipe and then she tweaked it for her own or she actually found. Because normally what we do is we- I want to know what the macros are, too. This is one, Let me tell you something, too. By the way, if you're not, you guys are not taking advantage of this, one of my favorite things about Organifi is that they do provide- a ton of really cool recipes and we're constantly using them. I try to share with you guys the ones I really like. Um, we, we try some stuff and we're kind of like, actually, Rah. this is a good time too because the holidays are yes, coming Yes, yes. It's a great so it's alter- a good time to get so up, to this, trick your family in eating healthy. We have yeah. we have my my Thanksgiving coming up next weekend with my family and, the, and my, his, my mom texts Katrina uh, like to, Katrina says, hey, uh, Tammy, is there any side dishes that I could bring? And she goes, yeah, could you bring them uh, the, um, the 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 marshmallow the marshmallow Jello, jello salad? And oh Katrina, my god! Katrina's like, she's like, what that's the? not just my family. No, she goes, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> like, like we're not bringing. Why this. do they call it salad? It's, it's just, not salad. It's not a salad. There's nothing salad about it. You use green Jello. That's why marshmallows. It's fucking, that's why it's a salad. It's fucking using green. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's awful, dude. It is so awful. It's nothing. <laughs> it is literally. <laughs> it's awful. You never, you know, you never had a marshmallow tree? Oh yeah. my god! It's like, I mean, hey, hey, try my new broccoli. So many steak. nutrients. It's yeah. like, am I supposed to make this for your family? I'm like, no, we are not making that. We oh, were make our own. Man. So we started playing around. So we're gonna bring the All these, these brownies. Their these way brownies like, are are awesome. So those that are listening, if you, uh, you try the recipe that Sal said before the the day is up, I will get it from Katrina, and then probably by the time this airs, I will have already in the show notes. In the, no, what? On the show notes? Why not? Well, because I don't know when this is when is this going, Doug? This one goes when? It doesn't matter. It's okay. next week. Who cares? Okay. Well, then maybe I can get it in there by yeah. that time. You got to remind me. Oh, it's my oh, responsibility. Oh my God. Well, you if you're gonna, never gonna happen then. Well, if you're gonna put something like that out there and make hold me accountable, remember I'm already the guy who's making the goddamn recipes and fucking trying them out <laughs> and making, talking about them. Hold like, on a second. Hold on a second. You're not. Your girlfriend is. That's the same thing. We're one. Text, text Katrina to remind <laughs> our relationship. Text Katrina are, to put it in the are, show notes. We are one, one flesh. <laughs> yeah, we are one. <laughs> you're winning, winning points left and yeah. right. Wow. <laughs> part part of when you when you find your partner forever, you're allowed to make claims that it's you when it's really your partner. Yeah, I this see. is part of the perks that's awesome it is part of the perks yeah. right mm-hmm. you don't do you justin you don't do this i mean i sometimes i when your that. wife does really good stuff you sure. don't take the credit for it just take it yeah oh. well, it, it's just so like opposite of me so i usually can't you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> nobody will believe me well dude you guys have seen my my how good i am on the silks when i used to travel with the circus <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my flexibility is incredible yeah, you, know, you are well yeah, you know what you know what i've what You're i graceful. did and katrina called me out on this the other day because we were we were all somewhere and what are you telling people you're organized? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. We are no, organized. No, no. That I am not. That I am not. And yeah. I don't even try and claim that. But I, you know, I've been on my own as a kid. I was out by 17, right? So I had to figure out, and from 17 all the way till till I have the superwoman now in my 30s, you know, I had to do all my stuff myself as far as cooking and preparing, and I actually can cook pretty well. 
but I don't like it. As well as I can cook, I don't enjoy it. So when we first started dating, uh, and Katrina's going to put me on blast for this one, but she's not a good cook. She wasn't a oh, good no. cook. Oh, no. Oh, no. She was not. But Katrina, I've had food that you've prepared. I think it's really oh, good. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Katrina, you're a good cook. Oh, no, no, no. Katrina, it, actually. Bro, now, really good. Trying to cover now she's one yeah. of the best cooks I've ever I've Oh, ever. so she was bad. Yeah. So, so what I would do, right? Mm. So I would make dinner, but then I would show her like, oh, this is I really like this dish and kind of show her like that, right? So- and it and now she looks back and she's just like you know I got totally bamboozled here because yeah, when we first started dating I've you used were, that move a couple of times. you you were making all these dinners meanwhile what you were really doing was teaching Grooming. me how to yeah teaching me how to cook the shit that you want me to cook for you because now you don't cook anything dude mm-hmm. you know what I did mm-hmm. the first time I made food because I'm not I don't I mean I don't mind cooking I just don't I don't I don't know much about it and the way I eat is very simple anyway I, I eat very plain and simple. So the, when I first started dating Jessica, I told her, I said, hey, I'll make you some lamb, some ground lamb and some vegetables. She's like, oh, that sounds awesome. So I had this, uh, it was called a rocket grill. It's kind of like a George Foreman, except it's oh, vertical. Yeah. Dude, Foreman like saved my life. Yeah. That was all I cooked. So, so what I do is I buy, in ground, I buy ground lamb and I smash it and I grill it. And that's it. You get this big patty of lamb in front of you with some vegetables on the side. And she's like... What else? Like this is it? I'm like, yes, this that's, is your that's, meat. That's so yeah. the bodybuilder, single guy, oh, take yeah. care of yourself. Single like, dude. oh man, I don't know how many times I'm with Justin too on that. Dude, like, all I would do is barbecue in in college for myself. Like, I literally would, it would rotate the meats oh. and then the veggies if I even did that back. Barbecued then, in the summer, forming grill in the winter. Yeah. That was exactly that was, like all that was I would eat. years, yeah. years of eating like <laughs> just that, and meat, just meat, meat, just meat, as meat, original meat. as you were right there. Yeah. Some yeah. meat, oh, a little seasoning, yeah, some steamed vegetables next to it. Is it that Montreal seasoning saved yes. my life so many times? So yeah. clutch the they thought of it for us. I cooked your guys' steaks with that yeah, Montreal this, last, this last weekend. You did, and you did a good job, and you put like a butter. You used to put hey, some butter little, on it. That was a little added bonus. That was like good. That? Did you, you know, like those you know what? Let's talk good. about that for a second. Good. What a great time uh, up at the Pajaro Dunes. Dunes. Oh, yeah. What for, a great time. Man. We went up there, and we got uh, we got real focused and did a lot of work. Well, I just love that we can go somewhere else like that that's like a great scenery, but we're productive. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all like in the same place, like hustling, doing our thing. It's, so it's have you fun. Got, have you guys never been to Pajaro Dunes before? No. Nope. So I live the closest. It's like this secret area, which now it's not because I'm talking about, but it was like a secret area near Watsonville. You'd never expect it to be there because you're driving through like fields of like artichokes and stuff. It's all agriculture. But it's, it's beaches are gorgeous. There's some beautiful houses out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a client uh, who was a great friend of mine and she had a like a townhouse that she owned there and she used to let me use it all the time. So I go there and I'd go there with you know team members from my own my, my wellness facility. I went there a bunch of times. I went there at the time with my wife and kids, and it's just a, a special place. I did lots of meditating on the beach. I've seen um, dolphins uh, out there in the ocean a couple times. A seal, actually, me and Adam went for a walk on the beach early in the morning when everyone's sleeping because we wanted to connect. And as we were walking wow. on the beach uh, barefoot, you guys are so cute. Uh, we <laughs> saw two strange things. One. We saw a washed-up seal carcass, right? Which is not super strange. Not strange, yeah. And then it's great whites. And then there. like a deer, yeah, a deer, like an eaten deer. No, it was just washed up and on, antlers and everything on the beach. Like on the it, beach, dude. It must have drowned and got like washed from up from where? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Really weird. It was really weird. Yeah. There's like some shark out there. Kind of a, a land shark. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I had a great time with you. No, guys. no, that was such. You know, we should. We and should. the house we stayed in. What was that, man? Cool, right? It was cool, but it was, it was on. It was on stilts. 
It was. It was on still. So every time uh, Justin, especially when Justin walked because he's heavy, <laughs> it shaked the whole house. I am. I got a, I got a lead foot. Taylor was super Taylor was super excited about the house, dude. <laughs> I do. Yeah, 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 Taylor liked it a lot. We should tell our audience, though, because I know that a lot of people are like, oh, all the forum is like talking right now. Like, oh, shit, what are they creating now? What are they doing? Well, to be cl- completely honest Business. and transparent, we are creating sales funnels to to close people that aren't listening to the podcast yeah, already. So it's yeah. really not for you guys. That's it's for- super transparent, Adam. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it is. It's what yeah. it is. It's exactly well, what Well, okay. Hold on. First of all- Oh, sugar. Go ahead. Sugar coating. It's not about sugar coating. the waters. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about sugar coating. The reality is if you want to be effective at selling whatever you have, rule number one, have something good because otherwise it won't last very long. And number two- you better provide some value and you better do a good job communicating what you want to communicate. Those are the two rules, big rules in sales. So a lot of what we were doing up there was providing or creating written, really good written content. Oh, a lot. Because we don't have a ton of written content online. So if someone wants, you know, it's people who never listen to Mind Pump. Yeah, solidifying our message in a way that people will be able to understand who we are, what we're about, like relatively quickly exactly so if you're you know if you're online and you're looking for fitness information you never heard of mind pump so you have nothing you don't know anything about our podcast or about our youtube channel and you're looking up what's the best body part split to build muscle one of our articles might pop up where we talk about the benefits of increased training frequency or if you're you know a woman and you're looking up and you're like why can't i get my stomach to flatten after having children or whatever we may have an article coming up that talks about training the transverse abdominis and techniques and so it's good it's good value it's good content right right so there you go yeah not a new program that's what everyone thought was no. going on. well we have a new program though yeah there's some we stuff do. In the words. we do we're, we're sitting on you it. still want to yeah. finish, finish yeah. Yeah. There, it there it is this quaz brought to you by organifi for those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory-tested certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk-free for 60 days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And use the coupon code MINDPUMP for 20% off at checkout. First up, the health engineer. What are your thoughts about sleeping on the floor versus sleeping in a bed? Isn't it analogous to wearing a shoe versus barefoot walking? Isn't that a great point the guy makes? It's a very good point. Yeah. It's a very, very good point. And I've heard this before. I don't know what her name was. It was on Joe Rogan, but she goes to that extreme because she's like a biomechanic uh, specialist and her whole house is like no furniture. It's like all like hardwood and like the poor kids that have to grow up like this. Well, Well, think about it. It's okay. So if you wear comfortable shoes, like cushy, squishy shoes all the time to run and work out in, if you just all of a sudden go barefoot- all the time, you're going to hurt yourself because right. you've got, you're used to the support or the crutch of the shoes. Your feet are atrophied. Your ankles are weak. Your your body is basically acclimated to this device that called a shoe. So when you go barefoot all of a sudden, you're going to cause problems. This is true with the bed too. Like if you're like, oh, wow, I should sleep on the hard floor because I heard it's good for me. I promise if you do that right off the bat, you're going to jack everything up. You're going to get terrible sleep, which then is worse for your health than the potential benefits of sleeping on a hard floor. Well, I mean, there's there's some differences here, too. So let me, if you're laying flat on your back, sleeping on the bed, gravity's pushing down, which most people are going to have all this anterior issue, right? Because we're doing everything on the front, like so quad, hip flexor, everything's all dominant in the front. And if you lay flat on your back, gravity's pushing down this way. 
not so detrimental. Now, laying sideways or a pos- potentially on your stomach, and then you have this arch in your low back, gravity's pushing down on you that way, maybe a little bit more. So sleeping on your back on a comfortable bed is not the same as somebody walking around with cushioned well, shoes. And that's, again, the, the way I want to think about it is, because it's a good point. But it is, is, it is a good point. I mean, it, 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 if it you is, have all these deviations. I like where he's going here. If you have all these deviations. get no buy-in. Right. Yeah, if you have all these That's deviations and probably yeah, exactly. If you have all these deviations in your posture and his issues, is it the hard floor that's the problem? No, right? It's your body that's a problem. And again, if we go back to evolution, humans did not evolve sleeping on beds. We evolved sleeping on probably leaves or hay or the floor. I mean, the ground. That's just grass and stuff like that. So there may be some benefits for. Now I've experienced this. For a short period of time. When I first... When you were in prison? No. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there wasn't much yeah, sleeping, dude, though. Let me tell you. Time, man. <laughs> I kept one yeah, eye open. Yeah, yeah. you got to, Let man. me tell you, it wasn't the bed that was hurting you. That's <laughs> oh, my God. Keep clenched. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, terrible. Yeah, clench yeah, hard. Yeah, it was Tyrone. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, one eye open, uh, the other one closed shut. Yeah. Uh, no, I... Um, uh, no, you may not. When I first got, when I first got divorced, uh, when I left... You know, when you first of all, divorce is very expensive. You know, my my kids, I wanted them to stay in the in the home that they grew up in. So I took nothing, and I was I had this mentality of like super minimalist. So I ordered on Amazon this like Japanese mat. It's like a it's like it's cushion, but it's not. It's it's like a flat pillow, but it's big, and that's what I slept on for I don't know like five months. I slept on that thing for five months, and I swear to God. I felt good. There were no problems. I slept perfectly fine. Now, granted, I don't ne- typically have issues sleeping and I don't have problems in bed anyway, but I felt really good sleeping on, on the floor and it wasn't a problem. And I did it recently when my girlfriend's family came to visit and we gave them our bed like good hosts are supposed to hey, do. Not, I slept a, on the floor. not a bad idea mm. for a single guy who's not banging out. But if you're going to be having sex, I just can't imagine bringing over somebody for your- Great point. Right? I mean, I was waiting for that. Right. I'm yeah. thinking to myself, what? I will think about this. Like, <laughs> you're having sex, dude. Come on, man. My knees hurt? Yes, bro. What are you going to do? Yeah, what How do you going to work with that? There's a you... lot of places you could have sex, dude. Let not me just the bed. Listen. I could oh, go on the springs? couch. I could go on... I've learned how to use springs for a reason. You... Oh, man. Are I you... Can... Are you are you kidding me? They right store now? the energy and help you. It's the motion. In the what you, so if you're if you're this guy who sleeps on the floor or your your Japanese bed you're talking about, you mean to tell me that I, I got to you have your date or your girl over and you're like, hey honey, like I want to have sex. Well, we could go to the couch if we yeah. want to have sex. Yeah, well, let's, let's go stand up somewhere. My, yeah. Yeah, let's go stand. <laughs> <laughs> That's lame. Hey. Yeah. Sex standing up is not bad. Oh, I mean, man. I mean if you're in a pinch and you're in like a you are, you're not, you got like, kids, like bro. an alley or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's weird. That's gross. You're yeah. not selling me on this yeah. idea. No, but um it's interesting. I'm it gonna is look, interesting. I'm gonna look up the science on this because no, 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 no. I this feel is... like I feel like if you're healthy and fit, I feel like every once in a while sleeping in different under different circumstances and conditions may be good for the body, like changing up a lot of oh, things. Of course, you yeah, know. I'm and, sure. and here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um I have uh, so I have family that served in the military, and they'll tell me that they learned to sleep pretty much anywhere, and now they have no issue sleeping because of that. And so I'm wondering if you, yeah, because yeah, because in the military you don't get the most comfortable. I, I, no, you know. no, I get it, but I'm like trying to figure out what's the the learning curve or what's the process because you just do it. Like mm-hmm. if you had to sleep on the floor, and you you would eventually learn how to sleep well on the floor. That might be a good skill. Now, when you go to a hotel, you sleep on your friend's couch or whatever, it's not an issue. Because I know a lot of people. Why do we give these guys in prisons even yeah. a bed? Yeah. Huh? They should just get concrete slabs. <laughs> Maybe. 
That's well, my subject, I mean, so. right there, I could I could probably save. Uh, let's the, go full inhumane. Uh, right. you know I mean? <laughs> yeah, let's go all in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're over here trying to make the argument that it's better for you. Yeah. I mean, if it's better for you, what the fuck are we doing giving inmates that's fucking a, cushiony beds, dude? It's, I don't think they're getting cushiony. Yeah, those assholes. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think so. No, I, I think. Oh, I'm sure there's at least at least a million dollars in you know these beds all over prisons. That's probably, that's not the way you save money with prisons. Not by, <laughs> not by taking away their beds. Well, yeah, then we let out all the people that are in there for having a pound of marijuana. On yeah, there you, sure. go. there you go. <laughs> Those two. No, I think um, I think it's interesting. It may help. Look, I know people. I know a lot of people where, if they're at a hotel or if they're camping or if they're anywhere other than their fucking room and bed, they can't sleep. That's not good. Yeah. That's not a good. That's not a good thing because then when you travel and stuff, you don't enjoy. You can't enjoy it. So it might be a good idea. I'm going to do some research on this because I bet you there's some. There's some truth. Compelling to our, arguments. I to don't. This. You don't even have to do research on it, and I, you can make the you can make the argument that there is definitely some truth to that, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of it would has to do with the gravity and and your posture and your imbalances than than anything else. Because if you if you're in this big cushiony bed, and you've got really bad posture, and then you sleep on your side or your stomach, you're not helping. You're not helping that whatsoever. Now, if you sleep on the floor, literally. I don't know anybody that could do that without sleeping on your back. You would have to sleep on your back, which yeah, you're I, not sleeping on your side, right? You're ah. not you're not sleeping on your side. You're probably not sleeping on your face, face down. But I'm a side sleeper, dude, so this does not sound appealing right. So at you're all. you're sleeping on your back, and when you're laying on your back, it's the opposing gravity is probably the opposite of, or is probably what most people need. Okay, because if you think about laying on your back, most people have a upper and lower cross syndrome, which is everything is rolled forward. So if you're laying flat on your back, gravity's pushing down, which is helping that that condition versus making it worse. If somebody's in a bed that's all cushiony and soft, it's not really doing that, right? You're just absorbing it into the cushion, and you're going to keep the the, the poor poor posture. So Potentially, I could, yeah, I can make the argument on that. But I sleep on a bed of nails, man. like a man. Next up, healthy, happy, and free. Uh. How do you respond to the health at every size movement? I this think is- if we had to give away a gift for somebody who got has given the best questions for the last year. Yeah. Well, that's why you keep seeing them. I Healthy, know. happy, and free. Yeah. You win a lot. I think. You, you want a free? Hey, are a frequent flyer. I, listen, miles. Would you like? Would you like? Let's a free give her t-shirt? some miles. Let's give her a t-shirt. And we don't even know. We don't even. We don't even personally know this person. But when you ask, when you ask good fucking questions, we get, we can't we can't avoid. You them. get a we respond. You, you try. A, we try and avoid people we see the names of a lot to yeah. give give a nice rotation for everybody. But sometimes some of you guys are the just quality smart you know, motherfuckers. Hey, DM one of us. We'll we'll send you a free t-shirt. Actually, actually speaking of gifts, because we're getting near the holiday season. And uh, you talked about, I don't know which episode you talked about, but uh, you talked about how you do your, where you adopt a family and you give them a gift and stuff like that. Yes. So something that we don't talk a lot about, and I want to bring this up before I answer this question, with Thrive Market, one of our sponsors, one of the things that they do that I really, really, really like is when you get a membership with them, you know, you get their, their good prices, you get their good products, their fast shipping, all that stuff, but they will donate a free membership to a family in need. Dude, how cool would it be if we did like a, oh, how could we do that, right? If everybody was like, we made a push on Thrive Market right now to try and get a family in need. Well, dude, a membership you know, for it, free. it used to be, yeah. I mean, it, these days, if you're, you look into that. if you're, yeah. if you have issues with money, if you're, you know, uh, if, if you're a single parent household or whatever, your nutrition tends to be much, much, much worse. Mm-hmm. Part of it is just accessibility, mm-hmm. and part of it's convenience, and part of it's cost. It's actually can be more expensive 
to eat healthy. So what I like about uh, this particular, you know, our sponsor, Thrive Market, is you get a membership. They'll donate a membership to a person in need. Uh, the CEO who we did an episode with, uh, what's his name, Gunner? Mm-hmm. I think his name was Gunner. He grew up very poor, and this is why he implemented this. So it's phenomenal. It's a great time of year to do this. So mm-hmm. check it out. Okay, That, so that in th- itself is a reason to try Thrive Market. So if you haven't tried Thrive Market, like for whatever reason that's keeping you from doing that considering that you can shop whole or, or whole organic foods at, at your door within two days for the price that you would pay at a Safeway for regular food that's not uh, organic just doing it to, for the simple fact that you're helping out a family in need I think is a cool thing to do it's best time of year to at do this it. time of the year so best time of year great to point, do it. dude. so the, the question was how do we respond to the health at every size movement so here's the thing I want you to do if you're listening to the, to the show right now I want you to kind of Slow down for a second, close your eyes, and imagine uh, yourself at a very healthy state. And what I mean by healthy is you're balanced. You have he- healthy mental state, uh, healthy physical state. Yes. You know, you just, everything. All factors combined. All factors combined. All are very healthy and optimal. Now, what does the physical representation right. of that look like? Mm-hmm. Now, I can tell you right now, the physical representation of that being in health does not look like obesity. Hmm. It does not look like you're super heavy. It does not look like inflammation. It does not look like gut health issues. It does not look like depression. It doesn't look like any of that stuff. So the health at every size movement, I think is rooted in uh, very, very good intentions. But I think people are- From the psychological aspect of it alone. Yes, because I think people are taking it to mean, oh, uh, you know, I I know I'm, I'm 80 pounds overweight, I don't care because I'm still healthy. That's not entirely true. Now, can you be 80 pounds overweight and then compound that with a super negative self-image where you confuse your body image with your self-image? Right, right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to help you. It's not going to help you at all. It's not going to help you even if you lose weight, even if you're at the right weight, even if physically you look healthy, but you have this terrible self-image, that's also not healthy. So health at every size really is rooted in the Love yourself. Don't hate. Don't hate yourself. Which I believe you can love. Fully your, in. You well, can you can love yourself at any size. Yes. Right. And you can love yourself at any size, but still accept that I'm not the healthiest version of myself. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's what it. That's really. And that's why I. That's that's body image. Well, and you want to be objective too. Well, this is why I don't like this movement because it it, it ha- it's rooted with the right idea, right? That like you said, having the, helping people disconnect the self from body image. But what happens with it, it ends up turning into this thing of justifying or making an excuse to not take care of yourself because I can love myself even though I'm 100 I will give you a great example of this, okay? Um, because obesity is much more common nowadays, it's becoming uh, cool to say negative things about people who are skinny, mm. in particular with women. There's, in, there's whole songs talking about, you know, men don't want no skinny girl or, you know, guys like, you know, women with, you know, with meat on them, whatever. There's a lot of women in there, out there that are naturally skinny that you're, you're going to potentially cause bo- bad body image and self-image with them as well. So that's the negative side of this. You know what I'm saying? That there's a negative side to this health at every size movement. I don't think it's the movement itself. I think it's the people in it who pervert the movement and who are because they feel bad about themselves in order to make themselves feel better they're going to make you feel bad cuz you're skinny right, right. or make you feel bad because you don't have a big butt or whatever yeah. the the reality is when you're truly healthy on all aspects 
the physical representation of that looks very fit. It does. Now, you not extreme. It doesn't look extreme, so you're not going to look like a bodybuilder. Well, it, I was just going to say, it's no different than where I was at when I was competing. When I get on stage, I would be a, a fool if I said, I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my life. Right. That wasn't a physical representation of health for you. Right. It wasn't. It's not It's not the healthiest I've ever no, been. It's extreme. And that's the thing. Like You're not going to look like a bodybuilder. You're not going to be a shredded athlete. You're not going to be extreme, but you are going to be fit. Mm-hmm. You are going to be relatively lean. So right. for women, this means you'll probably be in the high teens to low 20s in terms of body fat, probably. Everybody's a little different. For men, you're going to be anywhere between 8 to maybe 13% body fat, although, of course, there are some individual variances. You're going to have a good amount of strength. You're not going to be like super powerlifter of the year, but you're going to be strong enough to perform squats and deadlifts and maybe do some pull-ups and you're going to be able to get up and move and run and play with your kids. You're going to feel fantastic and you're going to look really good. You're going to look probably the best that you've ever looked because a lot of people yeah. don't ever really get to this part, right, to the right. stage, you know? Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it starts out on the right foot, right? Because this this has to be a bit of backlash from all the magazine covers and all it the totally that's is. exactly what it you is. You know, all the vanity that's just completely highlighted that is the extreme, and that's what people identify as health. And I think that's the unfortunate part is um, it, a lot of times people feel just like that's not that, that's unattainable. Well, so therefore, I have to just love myself where I am, and and then they just get stuck in that one operating mode. Leave it to us in our society to go from one side to the other side. We yeah. were. Just 20 years ago, we were idolizing, you know, these models that were unhealthy, rail thin to the mm-hmm. point where they, where were, they were just starving doing themselves, drugs, the starving themselves, uh, th- throwing up to look this way. And we idolized them for many years on covers magazines. Now we're going the complete opposite direction where we're saying, oh, bigger is better and this is healthier and this is. And then you have the other extreme now where it's like, oh, love yourself, even though you're 100 pounds overweight, which is true. You should love yourself. But to fool yourself and to think that you're healthy is wrong it's not true just as no different than it was for the skinny bitch who's doing cocaine and throwing up saying that she's healthy you don't know no, it are the way we look on on the outside is not a, a necessarily mean that you're you're not healthy and it necessarily doesn't mean you are either so both are true so it's like this movement we just went from one extreme to the other i hopefully we'll find yeah. somewhere in the middle in the next like 10 to 15 years yeah i think uh you know body acceptance and, you know, health at every size. I mean, really, it just means this. Like, don't hate yourself. Even if even if you physically... Yeah, it's like step one. Yeah, don't hate yourself. Just because, okay, fine, you're 100 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight, you're out of shape, whatever. That doesn't mean hate, you don't hate yourself. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't even mean you're, you're fat. You're not that. Your, your body may have body fat on mm-hmm. it, but that's not who you are. Uh, so recognize that. And that's really the first step to becoming healthy anyway. Because once you yep. understand that, then you can make the choices and decisions that are geared around true you know, health at every size, true body acceptance, true love for yourself. And then you'll find that your physical representation will manifest, uh, you know, that'll reflect that. Like, I'll never forget there was this, this female client that we had uh, at one of the gyms that I managed years ago, and she was 65 years old. And I only know her age because I asked her at one point because she'd come in, we'd talk and whatever. She had long uh, you know, gray hair. It was gorgeous, gorgeous hair. She didn't dye her hair. She never wore any makeup. She wasn't extreme in one way or the other, but she was, you know, relatively toned, had great movement. She would sometimes come in and do yoga. Sometimes she'd lift weights. Always had this great attitude 
and all the guys in the gym, and you know, mind you, we're all in our 20s at this point. All of us would comment on like how sexy this woman was. Like, wow, this woman is really attractive, and she's uh, you know a lot older than we are. And one day I, I approached her because we were hanging out and talking. I told her that I said, "Man, I said I'm going to be honest with you. I said all the guys in here always comment over how attractive you are." And I said, and you know, she kind of blushed and she's like, "Thanks." And I said, "No, it's I said it's a true compliment because you're 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 beautiful in the real sense. You emanate this kind of you know this true health and beauty." I said, "If you don't mind me asking, how old are you?" And I fully expected her to say she was something like 48 or 50, 65 years old. Blew me though, completely blew me away. So I started asking her about nutrition. Start and I was expecting her to be like, "Oh, I you know six you know chicken breasts a day, and I eat this that." No, no, no. She's like, I listen. I just listen to my body. Sometimes I train hard. Sometimes I train easy, depending on how I feel. She's like, I just really learned. She goes, years ago, I had a horrible body image. And years ago, I just started really caring for myself. And she's like, the irony is, is I look better than I ever have. She's like, but I don't even notice now because it's not a big deal. It totally stuck with me back then. Mm-hmm. And it's later on that that kind of surfaced, that memory, when I had my own you know, journey with, uh, with, with nutrition. So hope that hope some people take away some stuff from that. Next question is from Tony Lowe, yo, yo, yo. Oh, that's our boy. He was at our seminar. Yo, yo. What up, Tony? What's up, Tom? He's asking, should he stay a trainer or manage a big box gym? Oh, wow. That's a good question. It depends, man. Decisions. If you love training clients and that's your passion, then you're going to have to stay a trainer. And if you want to make more money, you're going to probably have to go private because the the big boxes aren't going to pay much. If you like leading people um, more than you like training people, which for me, I actually enjoyed it a little bit more than training people. I like to lead people a little more. Then I'd say go manage a big box gym. You could do pretty well and you learn a lot about business if you work for the right organization. Well, the opportunities there, I mean, just to, even if you don't like leadership or you don't consider yourself like a great leader, what an experience that would be uh, to grow. Absolutely. So, I mean, it. For me, I would look at it like that, and then if you haven't done it before, like you can always uh, come back to, to personal training. But uh, yeah, it's totally different. I mean, I, it's a night and day difference. I don't even think it's a close call for me. I I would for sure manage a big box gym, but that was all. But the thing with me was, I remember really early. Um, I was I got over. I didn't like training clients as much as the average trainer that like training clients did. I, um. I gravitated towards teaching others and I love to teach trainers how to be better trainers. And so if you, if you really, really love training clients and you have a true passion for it, rarely did I ever meet those trainers who ended up going on to be managers and really loving that. Normally the guys and girls that wanted to manage big, big box gyms or become leaders, they kind of, they, they recognized that early on and they saw that like, that's what I, I right away, like I knew like, Oh, I, I would be, as a trainer, I'd be training, but then a- after work hours, I'd be sitting around with the other trainers, teaching them what I was doing. And I found myself doing that, not getting paid. And so to me, that was the sign that, okay, I really like doing this part mm-hmm. where I'm mentoring these other trainers even more than I actually like doing the work, right? Yeah. So I, I think that uh, is something you have to dig in deep. I, I, feel, your- like, I feel like this is a, uh, a conundrum that good trainers at, at you know these big box gyms because there's a lot of trainers at these big box gyms and let's be honest the most of them they're not going to ma- be making you know fitness their career a lot of them are doing it because they're going to school at the same time or because they like working out some of them uh 
are focused and dedicated and love it and then want to build a career in fitness. And at some point, if you're good and you're succeeding and you're one of the top trainers in your gym, you're facing this problem. Like, okay, now what? Because I'm not going to make enough money training clients at a 24 fitness or a crunch fitness or an LA fitness. So what do I do now? And, and your options are usually management and and move up the ladder or you got to go train private where you can charge more Mm -hmm. and start making more money. Which is kind of what I did. But before that, you know, I flirted around with management and leadership and I just found it to be a great training grounds for learning how to, uh, really refine what you teach, like not just to your clients, but now to other educated uh, peers. And and that's a whole nother skill set that you're going to carry with oh, you going yeah. forward. So oh. it's a no brainer. Like I definitely think that if you've never done that before, you're going to learn so much more about your current craft and you're going to improve on it tremendously. So now that being said there, so the last uh, three months of, um, so I, for, I did a year, about a year and a few months, I was a trainer, and then I, I was uh, promoted. And then most of my career, I led trainers, right? So I was a, I was a manager running a big box gym like that with uh, typically 15 to 25 trainers underneath me, and I did that for like 10 years. Now, the final three months before I left the company, I stepped down to be a trainer, and the reason why I did that was because that was like really easy for me compared to managing a big box. There's so many other things that uh, that are different from being just a trainer between running a box. I mean, you're running P&Ls, you're paying attention to what everybody else is doing. There's a lot more responsibilities that come with that, which I loved and I liked doing that. But when I knew my mind was somewhere else, like I had my my own personal goals and I was building other businesses, that... It, being just a trainer was really easy because I could be, yeah. I could put half my effort into being a trainer, and I still felt that I could do it better than most everybody around me, which let which gate which re, uh, relieved me of some of my time and allowed me to spend more time in other businesses to 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 grow that where my head kind of headspace was. So I know Tony, and I know that we talked when you were here, and if you have aspirations of doing other things that are not related to being a trainer or a big box gym being a trainer is nice because you can still make a good income Mm -hmm. and you can still focus on the other things you're doing you step into a big box gym good luck trying to do that's going to consume you yeah Yeah. if you're going to be successful at it right there's a a lot listen running a big gym uh is requires a lot of time a lot of effort and a lot of skill it's not it's not easy in fact some of the best general managers i've ever known throughout my career in the big box gyms, they've left fitness and are extremely successful in other areas of business. Uh, and it's all from the skills that they learn running these big box gyms. So like Adam said, if you're going to do that, that's pretty much what you're going to do. You can't do any much any, anything else nah. while you're doing it. Next question is from 500 Days of Fuck You. <laughs> oh, another, another top question. It's yeah. been a while since we've seen this one. So, how is it possible to be vegan and have a bigger ass than Justin? Oh, that's not, oh my god, that's not possible. <laughs> that that ass is fully built on oh, on on meat, dude. That's a carnivore's ass. We don't even call yeah. <laughs> so we don't even call Justin's ass an ass. We call it cakes. Yeah, because there there's layers. There's layers. It's like Man, you can uh, celebrate birthdays on it. There's a lot of calories in there, right? You know, all that kind <laughs> and of stuff. it's soft right. and firm at the same time. So, yeah. uh, so here's the thing. Uh, it's funny. This question's funny, but also it's it's kind of interesting because people ask, 
can you build muscle as a vegan? Absolutely. You absolutely can. If you have a well-planned diet, you know, Bill Pearl had this conversation with Arnold Schwarzenegger years ago because Arnold was under the impression that you couldn't and got in this huge debate and Bill Pearl is a freaking beast and he did it on a vegan diet. You just have to be more structured and right. more, it takes more planning than an omnivore diet because there are nutrients you're going to have to seek out mm. that tend to be easier to find with me. And there are certain things that you can't find in just a vegan diet, like creatine. Although your body can synthesize creatine, it's typically not enough. So if you're a vegan, you're going to benefit much more from supplementing with creatine than even uh, the average it's person. It's kind of like learning how to ride a bike blind. Like you can do it, you know, <laughs> but it's a lot easier if you could see, right? It's, I mean, maybe. Right. right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. It's yeah. kind of like that. It's, it's possible both ways. It's just, it's a little bit more challenging for somebody yeah. that is a vegan to do that. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. Honestly, where I see the biggest disconnect with people trying to build an ass is less about the the nutrients. It's, yes, it's not the their neurological connection. Yes, it's yeah. for sure. In fact, I'm I'm going to shoot a video uh, today, which hopefully will release or be ready around this time this comes out. So pay attention to Mind Pump TV that that talks just about this, and I'm going to share a YouTube uh, about. You know what? What I came across in my career, most almost everybody who was trying to build a butt, what was going wrong? And and the answer is nothing to do with vegan or protein or anything like that. It has everything to do with what Justin just alluded to, which was the the neurological disconnect and becoming very quad anterior dominant, and they just do not how to connect to their posterior so, chain. So in other words, this is these are people, and there's a lot of them when they do the best quote unquote butt building exercises, squats lunges, you know, they're doing their their uh, Bulgarian split squats, you know, all these movements, deadlifts that are really good for the glutes, they're so dominant with the other muscles, like their mm -hmm. quadriceps, that the glutes aren't really getting everything they can get out of the exercise. So the result is, you know, these people who are doing lots of squats, lots of lunges, lots of all these exercises, and their quads are growing, they're getting results everywhere else, and yet their butt simply won't respond. And this is all has everything to do with what's called a recruitment pattern. It has to do with how the muscles fire. And so when you are squatting, you have your quads, your hamstrings, and your glutes, which are the main, the, the main movers. You can definitely get in a position where the glutes aren't doing nearly as much work mm -hmm. as they could be doing. And how you prime your body before your workouts makes a massive difference. Yeah. Also, how you connect to your glutes, and it's much more complicated than just do these movements to get your glutes to fire. It's also learning how to connect your glutes. It's it's that intention with the movements. We actually talk about this in our well, uh, our butt builder uh, uh, bundle, right? Yeah, and it's also just the biomechanics. It's, it's taking um, that time to really focus on increasing depth in your squat, let's say. So that's something where we can now get into a position where we're allowing the glutes to um, you know stretch to their full capacity and now contract at their full capacity. Listen, almost almost everybody, especially if you're above 25 and older, almost everybody is suffering from some sort of a lower cross syndrome and or upper cross syndrome, normally both. And and it's very similar to the the upper cross with the issues that people have with a bench press that it just people have a hard time connecting that 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 you would have the same problem with the butt, right? So 
I know most people listening to this have heard of or dealt with themselves the first time you get under to do like a barbell press and you feel it all in your shoulders and your arms and you don't really feel much in your chest. That is the same problem that a person who is squatting who doesn't feel it in their butt is having, only it's down below lower cross syndrome. Is there there everything is so anterior driven? They go to do a squat, which should be posterior driven, but guess what? Your anterior, so the front of your body can take over, and it does because it's more dominant. You've trained it that way. Same thing, someone goes into a bench press. We're so rounded forward that our shoulders and our arms take over the movement that we can't get ourselves in this retracted position to actually activate the bigger, stronger muscle that should be moving. You literally can do the same exercise uh, one way and do it another way and almost be i can i mean people can watch unless you train like you, unless you have a trained eye like i can watch someone do an exercise one way or another way with subtle changes and i can tell what's firing more but to the average person you can watch a squat from someone doing it one way and doing it another way and the the, the changes are so subtle that it looks the same but doing it one way we get way more glute activation doing it the other way they're getting more quad activation so if you're in this if you're one of these people where you're not feeling like you're getting the results in your glutes like you want to, you're not developing the round full glutes from doing those great exercises, then we do have some videos on connecting to your glutes uh, on our channel, uh, YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV. Those are free. But we also have a Build Your Butt Bundle, which includes uh, uh, you know, a program specifically designed for your body to train, but also uh, there's a modification in there that teaches you movements to prime and train your body so that your glutes do fire better when you do these exercises. So I believe the Build Your Butt Bundle combines what? Maps Anabolic and Maps Aesthetic, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it combines the two, puts the, the mod in there, discounts everything, and uh, the results are pretty phenomenal. Also, uh, go to the YouTube channel, Mind Pump TV. There's the free videos there. Subscribe to that channel. Uh, there's 365 videos a year. That's a lot more than most people, and we're going to keep doing that. We might even increase that. Uh, also, if you go to mindpumpmedia.com, you can find the Build Your Butt Bundle, and you can also enroll in 30 Days of Coaching, which is absolutely for free. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.